to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. You're here with me, Dylan, and Amir, filling in for Sean and Seth today. And we're going to be interviewing Tristo today, uh, one of the co-founders of Hyperzon, a boutique full-scale Amazon marketing agency that works with seven and eight-figure brands from the U.S., Europe, and Australia. Hey, guys. Hey, Tristo. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Nice to be here on this podcast with you. Awesome. Uh, so could you tell us a little bit about your story? Like, why did you create Hyperzone? Oh, that's a great question. Well, basically, this started a long time ago. I've been in e-com for, I'd say, seven and a half, eight years now. And I didn't start directly with Amazon, but a year after I saw the opportunity, one of my friends was doing it. So we started getting more and more info on it. And at some point, uh, I became proficient in it. We launched a few brands. And at some point, I decided to partner up with a couple of other guys who are also doing the same. And we were like, okay, let's do it for some other folks if it's working out for us as well. We think we can provide a lot of value. And actually, we started by believing that we can help brands from uh, Eastern Europe to go to the US and, uh, and you know, Europe in general. But this didn't work out very well. Most of them were not really prepared. Um, and at some point, we started going to tons of US events. And basically, this is how it worked out for us. Because me and my partner... We spend some time in the U.S. We are very close to the culture, to be honest, in the in the U.S. So it was super relatable, and uh, yeah, it's it worked out really well for for us. And right now, they invite us to all sorts of events as speakers in the e-com world. Not only Amazon events, but all all sorts of like affiliate e-com events, etc. That's awesome. It's awesome. Um, so going on to all these events, uh, do you see any consistent things that a lot of sellers tend to be getting wrong going about whether it's launching products or how they do their PPC or, uh, you know, a lot of the like, is there anything that you're noticing that a lot of people often do get wrong? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think the thing that many people do wrong is underestimating stuff <laughs> and they are like uh, what i see very often is people like we're going to do ppc and this is the only thing we're going to do and this is going to work out for us and just focus on ppc 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 and everybody is like no matter if they are amazon sellers or they come from from the dtc space they believe that ppc is going to solve all of their problems and they couldn't be more wrong i mean if Everything else is not polished and perfect. Your PPC is not going to perform. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that you need to think and really put yourself into the shoes of your customers and start thinking, okay, what do these guys want to find on my listing? What are they looking for? What solution they're looking for? And you start thinking and you just need to provide it 
important uh, through your images, through your texts, and in general, you really need to provide a great experience. And when all of that is well done, you can concentrate on PPC because this is when PPC is actually going to perform. But before that, if you have a you know shitty image, uh, like main image, or uh, mm -hmm. in general, things don't look very consistent, you cannot expect your listing uh, or brand to perform on Amazon. I'd say this is the biggest mistake that I that I see. People are like, oh, my ACOS is so high. or Yeah, of course, I mean, because your listing and product and brand, they don't look good. I mean, it's 2023, you need to be up to date. And right now the competition is severe. I mean, everybody knows what they're doing so you need to stand out <laughs> and if you're doing a mediocre job it's definitely not going to work out for you <laughs> yeah no i can definitely agree with that um i i've seen quite a few times where people want to add in email marketing to their company or they hire a ppc agency but they haven't even finished fully developing out their brand yet and like giving exactly. their brand a good feel uh you know a brand's not just you know a sticker that you slap onto the side of a product and we're good to go exactly i can actually give a recent example of how we helped one of our clients so they were stuck basically doing around 20k a month and they're like oh what do we do they're actually very high priced uh, the products in their niche are around 180 bucks and we analyze the niche first and all the reviews, you know, you really need to think whenever you try to improve your products. So we read all of the reviews and all of the reviews, the bad reviews are pinpointing the same exact thing. So this product comes like most sellers provide an app for this, uh, for this product, but the apps were so cheaply done and crude that nobody was happy with it. So all of the bad reviews, were about the application that comes with the product. So we were like, okay, how about we don't have an app, but you guys go and negotiate with your manufacturer lower prices because you don't actually provide the app. Because the app was Chinese made, actually, which was mm -hmm. the worst part of it. And they're kind of providing it as a perk and they're char charging on top because of the app, but the app was really bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> So what happened is the manufacturer lowered the price of the product and we were able to position ourselves at around 170 bucks, lower than anyone else. Uh, based on the feedback that we gathered, uh, we also put a bonus product and it was visible on our listing, which was uh, very important. Also, we made uh, new manuals that were easier to understand because people had issues with the menus, manuals for these products as well. And we rebranded as well this product for them because like I said, this is very important in 2023 to look good. And yeah, this worked very well. Like in just three months, uh, they were able to get from just 20K a month for that product to 150K a month just from these changes. So what I'm trying to say, sometimes less is more in a sense. If if the more that you provide is not perfect and working well, you'd rather, you know, get rid of it in my mm -hmm. experience. Yeah, I, that's awesome. Uh, so you got rid of the app and then you added in other bonuses to make yourself stand out more uh, instead of just having this crude app that nobody even liked in the first place. 
because of how it was built. Uh, you added in these other bonuses, and that's really what made you guys stand out uh, from the competition. Yep. It's exactly. awesome. Yeah, yeah. You really need to think at the end of, at the end of the day because everybody's just adding stuff, adding stuff, adding stuff. You know, sometimes you just need to think. Maybe maybe people don't like some of the perks that you're giving them. Just <laughs> just get rid of them. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And uh, speaking of uh, clients, what's a, what's an ideal client for your agency? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Actually, we're uh, very specialized in working with D2C brands who are like crushing it on their own website. And maybe they don't have an Amazon presence or they have an Amazon presence, but they're not doing a great job. Maybe they're doing... 10 to 20% of what they're doing on their website. So what we do is we come and we, in 10 to 12 months working together, we match their website sales. This is basically uh, what we do. And I'd say that we achieve it in around 90% of the time. And worst case scenario, we get it to 60% of what they're doing on their website. So the only niches and categories we don't work with is CBD and drug-related products as well as clothing and apparel in general. Everything else is good to go. And if it's not something extremely bulky, because bulky products are really hard to get around. Yeah, uh, I could understand that with the shipping. Um, so what uh, what is something that uh, you think is, you know, we could give to our viewers that um, you notice a lot of people are leaving out exterior to... You know, uh, what we had spoke about earlier about how people mainly will focus on PPC before they get to branding. But um, is there anything that you're seeing today that could be a good addition to um, what are what our listeners could start to implement? Yeah, sure. So uh, what I'll say is like every every case is really really different uh i wouldn't put all the brands under the same mm -hmm. umbrella uh i really would advise the listeners to really and actually see the feedback that their customers are providing again this is extremely crucial because then they're going to notice what they're what they're missing also they can take good practices from what all the sellers are doing i mean this sounds very basic but honestly people are not doing it they would go their order a design and fiverr or whatever and they're like oh these images are perfect these texts are i mean and they don't even take the time to compare to all the best performing competitors i mean you can take so much from what the others are doing and get rid of the things that are not working for them take the feedback in read all the reviews of your competitors your reviews etc in order to come up with some custom solutions because i wouldn't i wouldn't put my finger on this is this thing is working for everyone or this thing is not working for everyone honestly i mean it's you just need to think because another example i can yeah. give is for larger for larger brands what happened last year in q4 we had a brand which was so popular that uh, the branded keyword we were paying, uh, our bid was, uh, I'd say, 47 cents per click on our own branded keyword. We were like, this doesn't make any sense. So we actually stopped ranking for our keyword and we started showing up under 
the competitor's listing. And this saved us so much money because what happened is all the other guys, they were like copycats. And these copycats, uh, I mean, if somebody wants to buy a cheap knockoff, they can go ahead and buy it. But if somebody comes for the premium, they're going to end up buying it anyway. So what happened is this guy, they spent all their budget ranking on our main branded keyword. And when people were arriving on their listing, they would just see our listing promoting on their on their listing. And they're going to click and end up buying our products if they are all about quality. But if they want a cheap knockoff, they can always buy buy the other product. This really saved us a lot a lot of money in Q4. Uh, again, what I'm trying to say with this example is there is not a one-size-fits-all solution and I would approach everything, well, like differently. Yeah, so you, uh, you essentially were piggybacking off the competition then. Yep, <laughs> in big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Actually, this uh, we, we managed, uh, you know, people can do some, uh, how to say, some strategies that people don't think about what i can say is you can try to rank your amazon listing on google with seo i don't know if many people have tried that but because amazon's like website score is so high it's much easier to rank an amazon listing on google compared to ranking your own website and Especially if you have a lot of reviews, it's a very good tactic because as soon as you rank your listing on Google and people search for whatever keyword and they end up in the top three results, they find your listing, they're going to click, they're going to see you have a lot of reviews and they're going to end up buying your product. So this is something that I've seen very few sellers do, actually. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're ranking in a a way less crowded space. um, And also, most people... Nowadays, uh, if they're not searching on Amazon already, then they're going to Google. So SEO optimization or uh, search engine optimization literally just on Google helps a ton. Uh, So it's not always about uh, ranking on Amazon, but also on outside sources as well. Plus that outside traffic being driven to Amazon definitely helps your ranking just in general on uh, Amazon's platform. Yes, but uh, just want to differentiate here. If it's from SEO, yes, it's perfect. But mm-hmm. if you drive traffic directly to Amazon listing, that is not great uh, because it's ruining your ratio, actually. I mean, if you just send people cold audience from ads, it's it's not a great tactic. But SEO-wise, it's perfect because people are already, they're ready to buy. So mm-hmm. whenever they search you on Google, they're going to end up buying your product if they like what they see. So yeah, absolutely. I see, I see. So um, while we're on the uh, actual uh, topic of getting customer purchases and kind of piggybacking off the competition and how to how to kind of navigate a um, crowded marketplace, let's say you finally do get that sale, right? Uh, how would you, uh, or what kind of strategies would you suggest to Amazon sellers uh, to help retain customers after they've gotten that first uh, purchase? And that's a great question. I think it's uh, a lot of what you guys do, actually. Uh, you know, uh, it's a great, it's a bit gray, of course, but we do some QR codes and just positioning them very well so that people are actually happy with the whole experience. So they would go to a web page and we're going to collect their emails. And afterwards, again, it's all about catering to your to your audience. Just give them what they want to see. Give them give them discounts for 
all the occasions throughout the year. Just make them feel special and uh, yeah, have have an open communication with them. I'd say this is very important because uh, again, a big mistake people do is they are going to create, let's say, an, an an initial email flow or chat flow of let's say five messages, but then afterwards uh, their uh, audience is not going to hear from them for three months. I mean, this is this is this is not great. Imagine keeping a connection with a friend or somebody you just met and you're like super excited uh, in the first week and afterwards you completely stop communicating with them and then you try to touch base in a few months. I mean, it's it's not, it's not going to work out. You need to keep this communication going and you need to provide uh, nice content with it, not just uh, spam them. So uh, really uh, what you guys are doing uh, in general and uh, strategies like that work very well. Just... Uh, Treat your, uh, treat your audience like you'd like to be treated if you buy a product. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that does seem, that does, uh, tend to be kind of a thing that we see pretty often actually on this side of things is if anyone does come, uh, you know, join the program or the service with a list of their own, uh, the most, most often thing, uh, or the thing that I hear the most often is actually yeah, we have a we have a list and you know we we're collecting emails, but we don't really know what to do with them. We sent them like two emails after they signed up and then we just like, well, what now? Um, and that is definitely a super important part of it is just keeping that communication. Even if you're not sending them uh, a ton of sales all the time, just have some sort of open line of communication, whether that be for uh, customer service help, uh, just so that they feel like they're taken care of, or if that whether that be through that or value emails, uh, providing them with Definitely. just content. Um, and content doesn't always have to be something that's expensive to you as the seller. It can pretty much just be anything that you think your customer base or your demographic would be interested in. Absolutely. And also informational emails are also great. I mean, if I've bought a, a toy for my dog, I would, I would love to hear, uh, 10 best leashes you can buy in 2023 or, you know, content like that, just something, uh, something interesting to read. And then you can cross promote another product that you have or cross promote another brand that you work with, whatever, just, just give them a cool piece of information sometimes without selling them something directly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, uh, Dylan, I, uh, do you have anything what else, yeah. what else do you have on the agenda here? So one, two questions that we always like to ask, and I'll go into the first one now, uh, on every single podcast we like to ask, what is your favorite business book of all time? Uh, that's definitely going to be Principles. If you have by, one, that is. Yeah, I have Principles by Ray Dalio. I mean, it's, uh, it's a classic that you can reread it all the time. Like it's a book that you can put on the shelf right next to you and just read a few pages of it. And it's so much value in that book. It's crazy. I don't know if you've read it, guys, but I've read seriously probably a thousand business books. And this one stands out, in my opinion. Uh, no, I, I, I have uh, read part of that one. I do really like it. Um, I, I still have the app on my phone for his book because he has like an app just for it. And uh, yeah, me, I... Uh, Thanks for the reminder. I need to actually go back and finish that. <laughs> Make sure to download the summary. There's also like a 28-page 28, 28 summary because after you read it afterwards, it's very easy to just go back to the summary and see how oh, yes, this and that and, you know, just pops in your head. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. And uh, 
The, the other question we really like to ask is, what's something that you've purchased in the last 12 months that might be considered a splurge, but you don't regret it? Hmm. Uh, a, a baby camera. <laughs> uh, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. The, 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 it's, it's called the Miku, Miku brand baby camera. I mean, it's like super expensive. And the beginning, they were not charging a subscription. And then all of a sudden, they got acquired. And they were like, oh, we're going to charge even for the most basic features now. Amazing. <laughs> oh this is the most expensive camera on the market, but we're going to charge you a subscription to use it. And you're like, oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> oh my. So um, now you not only need a, a subscription to stream movies and TV shows, but also your cameras. Yeah, to just uh, be able to see if my baby is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that's insane. Um, so... Did you, is there anything uh, that, like, how, how can our audience get in touch with you? Or did you have an offer for anybody today or anything like that? Uh, sure, yeah, for everyone that's listening to this podcast. Uh, if you go to our page and say that you come from this podcast, we're going to give you a 20% discount for all of our services and a free audit on your Amazon account. That's awesome. And they can find um, us through our website, hyperzone.io. And I guess you're going to provide some uh, more info in the notes. Yeah. Uh, and what, uh, if there, if there's one thing that you, you think that the listeners should take away just from the call that we've done today, uh, what would you uh, single that down to? Uh, care really care about your customers and what you're selling i mean i'm seriously saying that most people do it for the for the for the buck and they don't mm -hmm. really delve deeper into what they're selling or what their customers actually like they're like oh this is the next product the next product and you're gonna make it work but honestly if you sit down and really care i'm sure it's gonna make you 10x what you're doing right now i love it Absolutely. Uh, I uh, I think we can take it away on that one. That uh, that was perfect. Awesome. All right. Thank you awesome. so much thank for, you for uh, joining us guys. today, Christo. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you for joining us, Christo. See you.